94.7 WDSD. And now, another special in-studio guest during Excel Business System's local spotlight. We've got a very special in-studio guest. This is really exciting to hear from C. Ivan Stoltzfus. He's got quite a story to tell. I'm here to talk about an exciting trip that you took around the country, from what I hear, on a John Deere tractor with a trailer attached to the back, Correct. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell us about the trip. How did it come about, and what's the mission here? Well, the mission is for, uh, uh, I have a 501c3 a mission for PTSD programs for our veterans and first responders, policemen, firemen that struggle with PTSD. Uh, and my mission uh, all became about uh, many years ago. I was growing up. My father went across America. He'd be 101 if he'd be living. But uh, uh, when he was 26, he worked from farm to farm. He was gone for a year, and I was always very intrigued by his stories. And, I, and then he started farming with a John Deere two-cylinder tractor. And as I was growing up, Growing up, I love to drive that tractor, and I start dreaming. Someday I want to go across America uh, with an antique tractor, but I want to do it for some cause. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so you chose to help, you know, military. Our, uh, military, the veterans. And then I see, I saw, I was never in the military. Okay. But I saw the need, and, and I always felt like I want to give back, some, do my part. And I saw the need that so many of them come back and trying to adjust into society and really just struggling and with PTSD and, and just feeling hopeless and ready to give up. I thought, I need to help some way. Oh, absolutely. This is quite a way to help. And so I'm sure you've got many stories to tell along the way. Uh, any in particular that you want to share? Well, there's one uh, really stands out to me. Jeremy Jackson, one of our uh, Pennsylvania uh, veterans, and lives in Pittsburgh, north of Pittsburgh. I was going out across Pittsburgh, and my daughter was doing the administration part of it. Uh, all my team was all volunteer, and uh, she was doing that part, and she kept getting calls from uh, Jeremy Jackson and said he'd like to meet with me and and I had a GPS tracking device on there so they could track me going down the road they could just go online and see right where I'm at so as I'm going around Pittsburgh Delmont Pennsylvania he's standing out along the road with his wife and two little boys he uh, flags me down and he went and I stopped and uh, he said thank me for uh, for the mission that we're doing and uh, he said I'm a veteran from the Iraq war he was a sharpshooter and uh, he was on patrol and actually he got hit and it went through his arm lodging his M16 and he has like 14 surgeries on that arm partially paralyzed and he said i have a I have a gift for you i appreciate what you're doing he hands me this little box i open it up and it's this purple heart oh <gasps> and i with tears i said jeremy i can't take that and you earned that and he's crying he said ivan please put this in your tractor i want to help bring awareness that brought so much awareness and i still have it with me that that Purple Heart went around America twice and brought so much awareness. And just here's this one veteran already gave so much of himself for my freedom. And now he wants to continue to bring awareness for other veterans that are struggling with PTSD programs. That is amazing. That gives you chills just thinking about what an experience. So much. And just meeting so many veterans. And not just veterans. Our state police, our local police, our firemen also are struggling with PTSD. And I met so many good ones. I met veterans when I pulled in a gas station. I would pull in a gas station and they'd come and thank me. Coming out of Florida, uh, northern Florida in the Panhandle, I pulled in a gas station one one night. It was ready. uh, I was tired. I couldn't wait to get to um, to the campground. And I see this looked like a homeless man long trench coat it was cold stradley long stradley hair uh, tooth missing and he comes over and a real abrupt voice and said what's this all about and i of course i wasn't sure what this was all about but anyhow he started explaining to me uh, and i we talked about it my mission and after a while he walked around the camper 
and he grabbed a hold of the POW flag and started crying. Oh, my goodness. He lost so many friends in the Vietnam War. He said, thank you. That's what kept me gone. It was, as so many veterans said, it wasn't so much the monetary. It's just that somebody's out there. There's people out there bringing awareness for those that are struggling with our with our PTSD program. Truly amazing what yeah. you're doing. Um, speaking of the trip, a little bit, um, <clears throat> you've done this twice. Did you take the same route each time? Or yeah, the how first did you... time I went from uh, uh, Manasquan, New Jersey, I backed into the ocean. It was a dreary day, just like today. As I backed in, the clouds parted and the sun came out. It was like a godsend. It just made the chills go up through my... And we had yeah. such a big uh, group of people there and team. I have a team uh, that's been with me with both trips. They're all volunteers and they have day jobs and they work the midnight just to make make things work. Yeah. Uh, Stalser's RV uh, right down at Westchester, not that far away, donated that camper. So I have a, a comfortable place to sleep. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, that tri- I went across America. It was, that was... Uh, 15 weeks, that was close to 4,000 miles one way. I had a truck back. And I thought that was it. But I had so many veterans ask me if I wouldn't do it again. I thought, well, most veterans had to at least serve two years. I said, I only did one. Uh-huh. I need to do it again. So the second time I left Honeybrook, Pennsylvania, went to Sarasota, Florida. Sarasota, Florida, west the southern route to Mammoth Lake, California. There's a big PTSD program there and where I— Spent some time there with them, and from there, I went up to the state of Washington, Idaho, Montana, down through the Dakotas, and back into Pennsylvania. That took me seven months. That oh, was 8,400 miles. Wow. That, How fast is this thing? Four, that goes 14 uh, miles an hour. 14 miles an hour? Uh, 14 miles an hour. Oh. And uh, oh you, re- you remember everything along the way. You, ha- you have time to take pictures. I've got 4,500 right? pictures you know, <laughs> oh, along the way. God. But uh, the tractor would go 17, but I didn't want to have it wound open. So uh, whenever get over 15, I would start breaking, bring it back back to 14. All back roads, low country towns, the real America. There's so much good in America yet, but we just don't hear about it. Yeah, no, I know. True enough. You definitely experienced it. (laughs) It's so much fun and so rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. Now, did you have anybody pull you over? I mean, were there like police involved? Were they like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Uh, Numrum. And I'm I'm thinking right away, it's going down into Florida. I was on a four-lane highway. There was a median strip. There was two state troopers there setting up uh, radar. I thought, well, I'm good. I'm only going 14. But anyhow, as I'm going down there, I saw them really looking at me. I thought, oh, no. And after a while, here they come, both of them. They put their lights on, pulled me over. And as I'm getting out, looking for my insurance paper, I get out. And they said, no, 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 no. We want to know what this is all about. He said, you went by, and I told my partner, forget about the radar. We need to go see, pull him over and see what what's, what this mission is. So I'm explaining to him, and they were so grateful. They want their pictures taken, oh and uh, they gave me their card. He said, if you have any trouble in Florida, you, you call me. Yeah, right. You know, you know and that who... happened. And going across Louisiana one Sunday morning, oh, I'm going west, and, and there's a sheriff coming east. He makes a U-turn and comes over and puts his light on, and I, I pull I, – crawl out and he said no 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 i just stop you to say thank you that night on my on on uh, facebook his wife put on on behalf of a certain certain police station we have your six o'clock oh and i'm gosh. thinking what's six o'clock i was never in the military so i'm looking it up oh we have your back oh, I, wow. I was so excited That's and so yeah cool. and that happened 
so many times. Yeah. Uh, I had many state troopers go around me, turn the sirens on, turn the light on, turn them off, and thumbs up. Yeah. I was going back. That's um, amazing. Yeah, you're going 14 miles an hour. I thought surely I'd be number one sometime. No, <laughs> not one time. Everybody was going around tooting their horns, blowing. Wow. And a lot of out in the West, I got run in the shoulder pretty much. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you know, it, it was uh, eastern Ohio and western Pennsylvania, or Pennsylvania was worse. I didn't have any shoulder, and uh, the hills were uh, brutal there, old 30 coming across uh, 30. Uh, yeah. And that, that was that was pretty brutal. Yeah, I would mean, I would hope you didn't have any major breakdowns along the way, but did you have, I mean, like, are tires okay? Did you have uh, gas? Well, the, 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 the camper had ton of axles. The back tire... I had 18 plugs in, and running the shoulder where all the trash nails are, mm. the front tire would flip it up, and I get the back tire. Okay. I had 18 nails in there, uh, plugs along the way. I ended up getting a new tire, and then I had, think I had another four. So, but the other tires I didn't. Everything else was fine. Going across the Rocky, the one mountain was like 12,000 feet. I had to stop twice, adjust because the air was getting thin. Oh, right. That was uh, Monarch Pass in Pueblo, close to Pueblo, uh, Colorado. I'm in, I'm in a gas station, and I was on. 50 and I, had, I was heading west and this older gentleman came by and said uh, where are you headed i said california he said in that thing <laughs> and, and then he said and top of that he said which way are you headed i said well 50 you're going over a monarch pass with that thing and it didn't no. feel too good, but anyhow, <laughs> next day I went I went up there. I went up there in fourth gear the whole way up over the mountain. It took me two hours to get up. I was only going like four miles an hour, but uh, it, it, it all went well. And, That's amazing. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and uh, Oregon, I had a, I was hearing noise in, in the tractor, and I had it checked out, and here my flywheel was coming loose. So there was a dealer like 20 miles away. They said, we need to bring a, long, uh, a low boy out. Just keep unhook your camper, keep it in the, in the campground, and we're coming out and picking you up. I had a GPS tracking device. People from all the United States were following me, and they could see my speed. Right. So they loaded on the truck. Nobody knew it was on the truck. Now it's going 60 miles an hour. Oh, no. The administration's phones were just <laughs> ringing up. The, hey, his brakes gave out. There's something wrong. He's gone down a hill. No. And so it was it, it was all wow, good, but it yeah. was it was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, know. my goodness. The longest part was. Uh, going across 180 miles across a desert, uh, Nevada desert, no gas station, had no internet, no phone service. Uh, it was kind of eerie feeling, but it was just me and the Lord in the rig. That's right. It, it's, yeah. That's all it was, but it, it brought you closer to God. You Absolutely. kept talking to him. Yeah. Uh, Did you have air conditioning or anything? I had no air conditioning. What? Yes. It was got oh, very hot, but yeah. um, my, I trumped that with a lot of people would, uh, Tell me, well, you're stupid not having air conditioning. Why do you want to take any more power away from the tractor? Only had 38 horsepower right. in that old stock tractor. But I was telling them, I said, well, just think about it. our troops, our veterans that, are, are, that were and are over in the desert, 120 degree, 100 pounds on their back, and they're going through the desert. They don't have any place to go. I can at least stop, start the generator, and go back in a, in a, in a camper and cool yeah, off. That's a great way and to look at it. So, um, wow, and that was fine. Yeah, but, uh, that's the real deal there. That's awesome. But it was so it's so rewarding just meeting yeah. these veterans. And you know, I had one in Iowa. I drove four hours. Uh, I'm tired, and uh, I'm at the campsite just getting ready to go to bed. And he comes, knocks on the door, and he just wanted to talk. And we sat out in the picnic table for about an hour with tears in his eyes. He said, and he was just back from. Uh, from Afghanistan, and he said, "It's not so much the monetary; it's just that we, if we know that people care, that we're out there." Right. And uh, he drove four hours back home again that night. Oh my goodness! And, and that's why I keep saying, Amazing. people, I see America as one big family. Family members to help each other, and we have a responsibility to help those that were able and willing 
to go fight for my freedom. Absolutely. And we're free because of people who are willing to do that. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. This is an amazing journey. So you've done it twice. Mm-hmm. Are you doing it again? Well, I, th- I first I said no, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I, I was approached by Operation Second Chance, and I'm now uh, I get to announce it. Operation Second Chance and I are partnering up, and I'm working with them uh, next spring. By around this time, uh, we're going to head out, wow. and uh, it'll probably be around. Six seven thousand yeah. uh, mile. We're heading from here, Red Lodge, Montana, and they're a great organization. Um, I learned to uh, Cindy McGrew as the CEO there, and they work uh, out of Germantown, Maryland, and they're at uh, Walter Reed Hospital a lot, and they have organizations all over uh, the United States. And we became good friends. Uh, ben Nicely, he's a sheriff in Florida, he's uh, in Sarasota, uh, where I spend a lot of time, and he's. Uh, uh, the organ, uh, part of it, the organization for Southeastern uh, United States. So I, I'm really excited, and uh, we're going to st- take off like beginning, uh, probably around beginning of May, yeah. and also do a fundraising event for the PTSD program. They're great with PTSD program yeah. and other organizations for helping our veterans. Right. So how can somebody, if they want to learn more about this, if they want to donate to the cause yeah. or, or find you more on your journey, what can they do? Uh, go on the website, helpamericanheroes.com. Uh, or Facebook Across America for Wounded Heroes. You can find us on both, and there's a place to contribute there or uh, address to give checks. That's awesome. Yeah. We'll definitely look into that. See, Ivan Stoltzfus, thank you so much for coming in. It's an honor to meet you. I mean, you've given me chills with your stories. Uh-huh. Um, so thank you so much for doing this. Well, thank you. It's, it's, it's a, a reward. Absolutely. Excel Business Systems, your copier company, and a whole lot more. Call Frank and his team today at 302-453-1500 or visit Excel Digital dot com.